so grateful that you're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being part of our church family today. Um, as you know, our theme for the year is Activate. And I really, as I was praying this morning, I felt the Lord very clearly just speak um, a scripture over our church family and also just over the body of Christ, over anyone who calls themselves a Christian. And um, I felt him say, Awake, O sleeper, arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, deep darkness, and a thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen on you. That's Isaiah 16. Um, he, wants, he wants Christians, he wants us as individuals activated in the gospel so we can arise and shine and, and start defeating and pushing back the darkness in the world. Amen? James 1, 22 to 25, it says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he himself, for he looks at himself and goes away at once, forgets and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Now, the heart of God is that we would all be activated in our faith and step into the fullness of what Jesus paid for. Amen? And as Christians, we're not just called to sit around and wait for heaven one day. We're not just called to come to church on a Sunday. We're called to so much more than that. And John 4, 17 gives a beautiful invitation to us. And it says, as he is, so are we in this world. I think one John, sorry, I think not one. One John 4, 17. I'm glad you're all away. One John 4, 17. As he is, so are we in this world. And the gospel is such good news, isn't it? What a beautiful invitation. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. And I feel like we can forget it. We can forget it. But the, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus died so that we could be made righteous, so that we can have access to him. Which is the most glorious thing that could ever happen. There's nothing in the way between you and God if you've accepted the sacrifice of Jesus and you've laid down your life. He makes you holy, blameless, and above reproach in, in the sight of God. And you can come boldly to the throne room of grace. You can hear his voice. You can learn, learn to walk with him. Right? But it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. He wants to partner with you to impact our culture and society with the culture of the kingdom of God. We're not just called to come to church on Sunday and sing a few songs and be like, hey, we're Christians, and then go and live like everyone else. This is not a club. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family of God, but it's not a it's not a country club. It's not the motorcycle club. It's better than that, right? <laughs> These guys inspired me. Where are motorcycle girls, four of them, adventure seekers, but the Lord wants to activate you to be salt and light. 
by something. Because we don't just want to be people that talk about him, but don't look like him. Okay? There's lots of, I used to be one of those people. I could tell you all the right things. I didn't look much like Jesus. And when you truly know the Lord, it starts to, it starts to permeate every part of your life. It looks like something. And there's an invitation. The Lord wants you to come up higher because he has good works for you that he created in advance for you to do. And he wants to see you activated in faith, activated in love, activated in healing, activated in prophecy, activated in evangelism, activated in discipleship, activated in prayer, activated in deliverance, activated in signs, miracles and wonders, activated in words of knowledge, activated in a healthy, happy marriage, if you're married, activated in healthy friendships and relationships, activated in parenting and raising godly kids and godly families, activated in healthy finances, activated in kingdom business, activated in being salt and light in your workplace, activated in having a healthy body, soul and spirit, Activated in the body of Christ. Activated. Have we got it? Activated. We want to be activated. It's go time, Christian. The world needs you. The world needs Christ in you. And our heart, the heart of this church, is to partner with the Word of God, the Word of God, and the Spirit of God. To bring them both together and, um, sorry, I've lost my place, I've lost my train of thought. We're partnering with the Word of God and the Spirit of God and we want to train and equip you and cheer you on to be everything that the Lord's called you to be. To fulfill everything on your scroll. Did you know the Lord wrote about you before one day came to be? He's already written about you. And he's planned things for you to do. I would hate to see your life, life is a vapour, life is a mix. And I don't want to see any one of you miss anything that the Lord pre-planned for you to do. So what does it look like practically? How do we do that? If you've been around for any length of time, you'll know that our vision is to be a church that looks like Jesus, feels like a family, and impacts the world with the gospel. And the way that we do that is through our mission, which we don't often like talk about as much as that. We don't always just say it all the time, but this is our mission. We want to help you to grow in intimacy with God, in your identity as a believer, and equip you to increase the kingdom of God. Right? And these things, these three things, intimacy, identity, and increase, these are the pillars of, of our core values. Everything that we do comes under one of these things. Everything that we do needs to be helping you know the Lord better, equipping you in your identity, or, or, or helping you and equipping you and training you to, to increase the kingdom. Everything that we do comes under those things. And so I, we haven't talked about this for a while, so I'm just going to give a little bit on each one. But... We could have a whole message on each one. We could probably have a whole month on each one. But we're, I'm just going to give you a, a snippet because I'm trying to be concise. The first one is intimacy. And we, if you've been around any length of time, the whole reason you're alive is to know God. It's to know Him. And that will always be our aim and intention to help you know Him more. And 
through the motions of Christianity, but they don't have a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus. And that's the actual thing that empowers you to live like him. It's knowing him. John 17, 3 says, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. And a few years ago, I was praying in a, in a room with the leaders of the church at the time. We were praying for the church. And the Lord showed me a vision, and I saw very clearly a big bow, a big, you know, like bow and arrow. And I saw an arrow be put into the big bow, and I saw the bow being pulled back, and it was released, and the arrow shot straight into the heart of God. And I said to the Lord, like, tell me about this. What am I seeing? Teaching. And he said, your role as, as the leadership team, you are the bow. And, it, and the arrow represents the, the church, individuals, collectively the church. And your job as the leaders of the church is to position and point people and shoot them into the heart of God. And that has never, ever left me I, I'm like, if I preach a message and it doesn't provoke you to go home and know me more, then I, I've failed. I don't ever want to do anything that is not orientating you toward the heart of God. Because it's in Him that you move and breathe and have your being. It's in Him that will see you activated in everything that He has for you. He is the answer to every problem that you're facing. That's why when people would be like, call me, I've got a problem, like, ring ring, yes. I've got a problem. And my first question will be, what's God said? What's the Lord saying? It's so true. <laughs> every time. He's the best counsellor. He has the best answers. And I can give you what I think he's saying. And I'm happy to do that after you've had a, had a listen for yourself. Amen? Yeah. But we want to, as a, like me, as the leader of this church and our leadership team, that is always the intention of our heart. is to be pointing you to, to him. To be shooting you into his heart. I have an illustration. Yeah. 
but, but you need to hold it over here. When we're connected to the source, when we're connected to Jesus, what happens? He starts to like, yeah, he activates the gifts, the talents, the knowledge. He starts to breathe on all of the stuff that we know. And what happens? Rivers of living water come bubbling up and out. You can't help it when you start to be intimate with the Lord, it just keeps coming, it keeps coming up and out. And you have to do something with it. Man, there are some days I'm like, man, if I don't preach today, I'm going to explode. Seriously, you guys, I'm sorry if I yell at you. It's like, it's coming, it's just bubbling up out of me. I'm not a yeller. I'm really a shy person. But it's like, it's him. It's, it's like him inside of me trying to come out. Right? And I've stopped communing with him right now. And he's still in there. He's still bubbling away. But the more that I talk to him, the more that I, the more that I just bathe in his love, I worship, I listen to what he's got to say. Oh my gosh, there's just no stopping it. Right? Just fizzes up and out. Out of your belly will come rivers of living water. And when that starts happening, guess what happens? You start making a difference wherever you are because you're just overflowing. You're overflowing with the Lord. You're overflowing with peace. You're overflowing with the answer. You're overflowing with joy. You're overflowing with love. Yes, you're good. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> And I'll build myself up according to the 
not according to my feelings, not according to what anyone else has to say about me, but according to the Word of God. This is so important. I encourage you, pick some colours, highlight identity statements, because you will wage war with them. And it will change your life. It will. The third thing, increase. The river of intimacy will always lead you to the lost. It will always lead you to the lost. Those who are far from God. And the newsflash for churchgoers is that God cares more about those outside of the church than he does about our comfort or convenience inside the church.
completely just do his thing, minister the hearts, we'll do our best to be listening to him and, and to be guided by what he's doing and what he's saying. Um, but we want to make that space so that we can, as a corporate body, encounter the presence of the Lord in a more full way than we do when we've, you know, got a structure of teaching and let's stop worship at this time. It doesn't mean that's bad, but we just want to make more space to, to allow the Lord to minister to the saints as well. So we want to do both. Amen? All right. The second thing, church groups. Church groups. These are our small groups throughout the week, and we call them church groups because we realize that they're a genuine expression of church. When, when there are two or more gathered in the name of the Lord, that is a genuine expression of church. And our church groups um, aim to um, function according to Acts 2.42. And it says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in the homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favour with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those being saved. What we do in a church group is as important as what we do here. But it doesn't serve the same function. Church group is for family and discipleship. You can come to church on Sunday, but I can't have a like in-depth conversation with every single person and be like, how are you going in your life? What have you struggled with this week? How can I encourage you? Like, we can't, I can't do that physically with everyone that comes to the gathering. And that's why we make that space so that we can go through life together. So that we can um, run together as a family. So that we can go deeper in the Word of God and be like, well, what does this actually look like in our life? It's where you can ask questions, okay? It's where we can unpack things a little bit more than, you know, a 20-minute message on a Sunday. So I want to encourage you, if you want to get the full immersion experience of Glory City Church, being in a church group is part of that experience. You can come on a Sunday and I have no doubt that you'll be blessed and you will grow, but you will grow faster if you're also in a church group. Amen? I don't say that to just clog up your week. I believe, I've just seen it happen over and over and over again. That when people commit to going deep in relationship with one another, and going deep in the word and, and doing life together in discipleship, they grow so faster, so much faster. Three, prayer. Every move of God, both biblical and historical, has had the foundation and the fuel of prayer. If you genuinely want to see revival, get on your knees and pray. I don't know about you, but if God's not on it, I don't want it. I don't want to be doing it. I don't want to be wasting my time. Best we pray and hear what he's doing and get, get doing that, hey? The longer I'm in this role, the more I realize I need to pray. He will build his church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The best thing I can do for you is be praying for you. I invite you to join us. We, we pray every second Tuesday night as a corporate leadership, like the leaders, but it's open to anyone. You can come. We, we pray. We pray in the spirit. We hear what the Lord's on and we go after it. Um, also, our leaders have been praying and fasting every Friday, specifically for our church community. And we press into the Lord and we pray over you. 
been such a beautiful and um, fruitful space. Um, so we're just going to be continuing that all year, praying and fasting on Friday. You're not doing anything on Friday morning? We're praying. You can join us. Let us know if you want to join. Um, and we also pray before the gathering. So if you want to join us on a Sunday at, what is it, 10 past 3? 
Amen. So we want to, do we have a slide for that? 
Thank you, Lord, that you didn't make us to do it alone. You made us to do it together as a family. Thank you, Lord, that I don't have all the answers. Thank you, Lord, that I can't see the full picture. But when we come together as the body of Christ, and we all bring our part, we all bring what we see, man, we, see, we start to see a beautiful picture of you. So, Father, I just pray for us this year that you would help us to widen our hearts to each other and to you. I pray that you would do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, all the saints say,